All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Passive Cash Flow Podcast. This is episode eight, and here we have Magnum. Hello. Hello, hello. Mr. Rocha. All right, all right. So Magnum's one of the younger investors. He's pretty established here. I like to bring on people that are getting started because, you know, they can really relate with other people who are getting started. So Magnum, uh, just talk a little bit about where you're from and what you do. Sure. So, uh, you know, I'm actually from Union County and uh, I kind of grew up uh, in Middlesex County, Pertin Boy, and then I, I moved over to Union. Uh, where I reside now and I am right now a uh, serial entrepreneur um, but by trade I am an IT I'm starting to to uh, build businesses on the side and and actually start investing in real estate and investing uh, with people capitals group all right very cool very cool yeah we've been uh, working Maga for a couple of years here I think we met at like a RIA right, a real estate networking event um, did you come to one of my uh, networking events? Is that how we? Yeah, met? I think I did. I did mm-hmm. come to one of your events. Uh, I think you were doing a, an event about how to leverage your full one k and and actually invest in properties. Sure, sure. Was that in Morristown or was that here? Was that, that was actually, I think, here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. At, at the headquarters. Oh, look at that! The headquarters, PCG headquarters. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, we got guns out around here. <laughs> well protected place. No, it's um very, very cool. All right. So um you know what was uh was it like a moment that or like a book you read that kinda of turned you on to real estate at all? Um or how did you find like that was one of your passions? I think everybody's turned on by the purple book out there, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Mm, purple book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. And uh you know, I think I call it a purple moment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. So uh, yeah, I kind of uh, read that book uh, and uh, I listened, you know, to podcasts and uh, you know, bigger pockets, of course. Sure. Mm-hmm. And um, you start realizing, you know, how much there is out there, and mm. and when you start having a paradigm shift of the things that you start realizing, yeah. you know, and seeing, then you open up your mind for multiple areas mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. opportunities. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. You know, that's uh, the purple book. Also, is the way I went and. Uh, you know, I didn't even know that. I feel like, you know, every, every uh, probably like every third episode, I bring up that book. I feel like I should start getting, you know, part of this. <laughs> you, <laughs> you should know, get yeah. some money. I should get something. Promoting, I'm going right? to call Rich Dad Poor Dad. Be like, listen, buddy, I've been promoting your book for years because he's such a part of my story, you know, and uh, and people I interview, they, it's such com- so commonly a book that's brought up, you know. Yeah. I remember I made a PowerPoint presentation one time, like how I got started, and one of the first slides was just like that book and his face and like a quote and and the feedback from people when I was like, should I, you know, when I was selling it to in, in the office to uh, before I presented it was like the, you're promoting the book too much. It looks like you're actually trying to sell rich bad poor dad books, you know. So I had to change the uh, PowerPoint to make it uh, less focused on rich dad poor dad, you know. <laughs> but but that is like such a part of my story that sure. that was what the PowerPoint was about. Yeah. I, was like, yeah, I actually have to make it more focused on what I'm doing. <laughs> But um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's such, such a good story. Um, cool, cool. All right, so um, four hundred one k, and uh, so you self directed your four hundred one k, you know, in, in your IRA, and then you self direct your IRA, right? Yeah, and then you know, I mean, as you you, you kind of uh, explained to us all this, and uh, you self direct it, and pretty much you have to have a custodian in place, and uh, that from the custodian, 
you can actually have a, your own LLC, and from there you can invest in multiple avenues, mm. in which I did, right? Uh, right now we're working on a, an apartment building, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, it's it's gonna go fine. We're looking to force appreciation, and then probably in the first in three to four years, we're gonna refine and get the lump sum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, what Mag was talking about is the uh, refi cash out. We're gonna, um, he has an investment with us. We're moving into a uh, property we're buying an 11 unit right now. And we're gonna buy this building. We're gonna reposition it about uh, half the tenants are paying uh, way below market rent and the units need upgrade, updating. So we're gonna work out a repositioning of those units and uh, move uh, the building into a very profitable scenario there. So it's, it's great. There's a lot of upside on the building. There's a lot of, um, a lot of room to get uh, the income up so i'm looking forward to the investment and uh just uh you know get trying to get the uh, deal closed right now it's tough it's tough getting cooperation with the seller and all, all the parties you know it's it's um you know the thing about private real estate transactions sometimes when you're doing uh we found this seller that the investment that uh, magnum and i are doing right now together um to shed some light on it talk about this deal here um, we found the seller through direct mail marketing, which is a great way to find discounted properties. You know, the building appraised at 1.1, we're buying it for, uh, you know, the mid nines. So it's really a great investment. We're making about 150 grand in equity off the bat. And then, um, you know, but the seller, dealing with sellers that are not working with brokers is difficult because there's no middle person, there's no broker pushing the deal along, you know, who's not going to get paid unless the deal closes, who's going to like make sure the deal, like the glue of the deal. A good broker um, really is so important in a deal. I have to say, you know, shout out to brokers and realtors for a second, you know, because I do on, on some of these transactions, you know, because we're talking about this private deal we're doing, this 11 unit. And then I'm talking about a 25 unit also that we're buying right now. Um, the last video I uh, did, or two videos ago, was about three uh, buildings we're buying. So, and one of them was the 11 unit, right? So, yeah. where the, the other building is the 25 unit. Now, that building is being bought through brokers, okay? Uh, a broker. So, uh, at the end of the day, it's easier to work with uh, a transaction, to complete a transaction, generally when there's a broker involved, than when there is not, okay? Right. So, um, you know, some people might think contrary, but no, I, I think always when there is a broker involved, a transaction is more likely to close. It's more likely to be less of a pain in the neck. And uh, at the end of the day, um, I, I do like working with good uh, commercial, you know, brokers, experienced brokers. It's very important. But this deal we're buying off market. Um, Seth is crushing it with the seller. We are trying to wrap things up, you know, on it and um, looking forward to closing. So uh, at the end of the day, you self-directed your IRA, and uh, before that, you really were had it in stocks, right? You were working with the stock market. What do you think are like some takeaways you had from from investing, you know, passively? Sure, I think I think for everyone, you know, it, it's it's a good experience. I mean, it's it's all about mindset and getting your foot wet, you know, out there, uh, because it was kind of underperforming, right? And when I lost my job, I had the money there, and I didn't know what to do with the money, you know. And so I was like, you know what, I can self-direct it to an RA mm -hmm. or, you know, leave it there on the market or I can try, you know, experience something new on the investment side. So I was like, why not real estate? Mm -hmm. You know, so that's one of the things that I learned. And not only that, you know, the value add uh, that we can gain from it, uh, um, you know, for you to kind of coach me and teach me certain things mm -hmm. and the network that we're building together, it's unbelievable, you mm -hmm. know, because this way we can actually learn from one another. 
Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things I, I really value with my job is when I don't just um, send my investors a check, but also lots of knowledge. You know, the updates, I try to give you a lot of details there, so yeah. you really know what's going on and, and you feel comfortable with the investment and the, the progress in the investment. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's nice to hear that, you know, that you enjoy learning about the, the process of repositioning apartment yeah. buildings and, you know, making uh, taking buildings that are mismanaged with pissed off tenants and or maybe, you know, uh, b buildings that are just dangerous to, to live in and making them safer, nicer environments. You know, it's, it's something that um, I, I think we can feel proud of. And uh, it's nice to see that that change, you know, in, in cities that you live by. You know, it's, it's kind of fun, more fun than being uh, in, in a stock or something. You can't see the change in, you know. So, um, you know, with your IRA at a, at a young age, too, you know, I mean, you're good. By the time you can actually pull from your IRA without getting taxed, that's going to be a really nice investment. You know, you're going to be in a good spot. Um, you know, something. I mean, you're a young guy. I could see us actually. So let's say we buy this 11 unit, right? right. We reposition it. We uh, get the rents up. The park property's making a lot more money now. Four to five years later, we do a refinance. We split up a big lump sum of cash. Right. And then four to five years after that, we refinance again. We execute level two of the reposition, and we, we get to do a cash out refinance again. And then 15 years down the road, we could sell the building. You know, I obviously we'll see where the market is. We'll make a judgment call at that time. But eventually, between you know, 15 year mark or so, we're around there. We're going to look at selling the building and doing a 1031 tax deference, right? And then we're going to trade into a bigger building. Let's say we identify a 50 unit or something. Okay, whatever. Maybe uh, not that big, but something much bigger. And we trade into a similar like building that's bigger. And now we're getting you know twice the cash flow, and and again we reposition the building, we force the value up on the building by yeah. getting better net cash flow, and you know rinse and repeat. We basically do that, and we could trade. You know, I mean, listen, if you're, you know, you're you're a young man, you're right right around your, your young thirties, right? Yeah. Look at that. So I mean, you can pull. You're from, yeah. Me, <laughs> thank you, my friend. Me and you both. You know, we're yeah. exact. We're gonna grow together. You know, That's I mean. It, yeah. You know, you think about 30 years down the road, who knows, right? I mean, you could be uh, take your, your investment, whew, you know, 10 times or whatever. Who knows? Yeah, well, be, the, yeah. the purpose is 10x at everything. Yeah, yeah, 10x. <laughs> 10x, baby. Yeah. What's that? Uh, a Grant Cardone's yeah, hat or something yeah, stupid? <laughs> stupid. Uh, is he selling hats or what? Is he selling investments? Come I, on. I know. Nah, he's all right. He's all right. He's inspiring. He Grant Cardone, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we all want to be uh, like Uncle G. <laughs> Uncle G. <laughs> Uh, we should get 10x hacks, right? Yeah, start, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool, man. Yeah, yeah. totally. But uh, listen, I want to turn the table around now, and I want to ask, what's uh, what's next for for People's Capital Group in 2020? Well, you know, we're reading the market right now. The flipping business is getting tighter. The profits are getting squeezed. Um, we're in a seller's market phase two right now in right. North Jersey. Okay, so we had a good run. Uh, we made hay while the sun shined. We uh, did very well as the market went from a buyer's to a seller's phase. We flipped yeah. lots of houses. We wholesaled lots of houses. We were a resource to investors to uh, buy property and uh, at cheap prices and also to end users to buy renovated homes. Um, but now we are reading the writing on the wall and we're seeing how hard it is to get a good fix and flip or a good wholesale deal and the profits are a fraction of what they were back then. So um, we're transitioning into uh, commercial buildings, apartment buildings right now. We feel they are, um, 
there's a lot of activity in the apartment building space. A lot of people are talking about them. A lot of people are doing syndications. Yeah. We recognize that uh, that's not necessarily a good thing, but it's not necessarily a bad thing either. Okay, right. that means it is a good space to be in. Obviously, other people recognize that. Fine, you're going to have competition, but we have a nice little niche carved out here where we manage everything in house and we control the building. So at the end of the day. There's not that much bandwidth. Uh, you know, we're not hiring out-of-state management companies. Um, uh, you know, uh, we're not really um, taking too much risk with construction right now or ground up development. So we're trying to really stay within what we're really good at here, which is buying mismanaged apartment buildings and managing them better, right. and then repositioning them and refinancing. So you know, if you're good at something, stick to it. Uh, we have the resources, we have the infrastructure to take on more buildings. And we're taking on about 34 units in the next um, 90 days, hopefully. And we are also uh, looking at taking on another 76 units. You know, we're meeting with family offices and discussing that. So there's a lot of activity here at PCG. Um, we want to get to 65 million over five years. I think we can do it. Um, we might even, you know, far surpass that. Um, who knows what the future holds? You know, right now we're really. Investors are reacting nicely to our service. You know, I have to say, you know, we, you've been working with me for a number of years, and I think when we first met, I was uh, still building, and, and I'm always building, of course, you know, but I was really getting the blocks in place to uh, develop a good investment company. Right. And I was, you know, kind of taking my hits in the uh, flipping business, you know, and I was, uh, you know, you have your wins and your losses there. And then, so, I, you know, as the market develops here, I think the apartment building space is huge. I mean, we look at the inner city areas like Newark and Patterson. I, you know, really, we've done amazing in those areas for years, and we still see opportunity there. Um, you just got to know where to look, know who to talk to, and um, you know, everyone's always going to need a place to stay. Mid-level housing, right? Yeah. Mid-level apartments, my friend. That's it. You know, yeah, I you, totally agree. Totally agree. Not the fancy stuff, not the cheapest stuff. You know, middle of the road, affordable apartments. Two bedrooms near a train station that gets into Manhattan. You know that's where I'm putting my my cards right now. I love it. I love. Well, that's it. where we're putting our cards. Yeah. That's a great mm -hmm. vision for PCG for 2020. That's it. That's it. You know, and uh, I see a lot of growth. America's doing good right now. You know, oh, yeah. I'm very, totally as a small <laughs> business owner. I'm like optimistic. You know, I'm feeling good. You know, nah, it's, it's really good. I mean, the economy is booming. I think uh, you know unemployment rate is the lowest within the 50 years, I think I saw that. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I was stunned. You know, so there's investments out there. You know, there's a lot of opportunities out there uh, for you guys. And it's just all about, you know, getting the mindset right and going out there and making it happen. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's a good, it's a good plan. It's a good plan. Like, uh, I like the space too. I've always had a passion for it. You know, I'm glad you do as well. It's, and it's fun to see other people that share the p passion. You know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people out there that are doing it. Um, all right, so Mr. Magnum, any uh, any words of wisdom or things you'd like to uh, promote to the people uh, here on the PCG Passive Income, uh, Passive Cash Flow Podcast? Uh, I mean, just uh, be persistent, you know, and follow your dreams, you know, because that's that's all it's all about, you know, and, and that's what I'm going for. That's what this man is going for. And... He believes in me. I believe in him. Thank you, my friend. All right. And let's make this happen. Absolutely. All right. Very good. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Go to peoplescapitalgroup.com. Learn more about how you can get qualified to invest in one of our upcoming buildings. And if you have any questions about how we do this, how we work with buildings, and you'll get into more depth. Today, we're just talking about... Uh, 
Well, I don't even know what we were talking about today. Tons of different stuff. But, you know, uh, go to peoplescapitalgroup.com. We've got tons of information there. We just updated the site. We have our podcast there, other uh, episodes, of course. And, uh, again, that's peoplescapitalgroup.com. Have a good day.